And we're back with bruising reviews, and we still had no bruise. Um, I guess we've been, oh, wait, no, we got 1919 root yeah. beer. The, this podcast is brought to you by 1919 root beer. Uh, if you haven't had it, enjoy it. It is actually the best root beer. I'm mm. not. I'm nope. not actually sponsored nope. by them, but it's actually the best root beer. No, nope. Barks is still better to me, but it's whatever. Dude, are you high? I don't. Are we talking about movies here? We're we talking about root beer. <laughs> How dare you besmirch the name of 1919 Root Beer? Okay, we're talking... 1919 Root Beer is brewed in Sleepy Eye, Minnesota, and also New All, Minnesota. It is one of the best Hey, uh, root podcast beers. listener, guess where uh, Cole's from? 1919. No, Sleepy Eye. <laughs> Sleepy Eye, Minnesota, which is where we're talking about... This might be the last animated film we talk about. We'll see. I still have HBO Max. Uh, Batman Year One. Now, this is a movie I saw probably about eight years ago. Um, I really liked it. And I watched it again. And I still really like it. And and Cole, who hates animated films, and that's what, basically what we're all reviewing now. <laughs> I hate animated films. Wait, I saw six now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there have been animated films that I've liked. This was one that I just couldn't quite... I mean, there was really cool things in this movie. Don't get me wrong. Like, really cool things. Like the Batman being Batman? Yeah, Batman. But there's also stuff that just didn't make sense You hate the Catwoman. I do hate the Catwoman. I didn't understand this Catwoman. Like, this is Catwoman on Roid Rage. Catwoman is normally like... And she has a weird style about her, too. I, I didn't like Catwoman really... At all? Normally, Catwoman is like kind of seductive, kind of like. Hey. This, this is Catwoman what... was like, Catwoman angry, Batman getting acknowledged. <sighs> if we could take the hush animated films Catwoman and apply it to this movie, <laughs> then we're good. <laughs> yes, or actually, she would she would be a perfect hush. But I, I think like, again, like Catwoman's a big side character. This is what they did really great in this movie. Jim Gordon. Do not tell me he was not awesome in this movie. Yes and no. So So where's the yes? Explain to me why like again. Why do we always have to be on a podcast where I have to explain stuff to you? Explain to me why what purpose it served that he cheated on his wife and what purpose the detective that he cheated on his wife served to the movie. I yeah, didn't understand I, that. I at really all. want you to look up character arc in the dictionary. Don't you take my term and use it against me. I, I just did. Character arcs are mine. Okay. <laughs> so, character arcs are yours. <laughs> like, explain, like, explain Jim Gordon's character arc. Okay, so he was obviously, like, what do you mean? Which part? Like, I'm, why confused, would, I'm confused what you want me to explain to me. I was confused. Like, sometimes you have people like, oh, Jim Gordon cheated on his wife. I'm like, okay. Like, I can accept that if it seems to serve a purpose in the movie. I didn't get that no, at all. No, but I, I, and I, can't, I can't speak about this because I didn't read comics, but I might as well at this point since we keep talking about comic book movies that are okay. animated. Um, I think Jim Gordon actually did cheat on his wife in the comics, so I think that was applied to this. And also to, like, exacerbate his struggle. Okay. When I criticize a movie for having a stupid plot, I also criticize the comics sometimes indirectly. Like, if that's how you wrote the comic, like... Or if that's how you made the movie. You can be that one, like, Batman Year One fan. It's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> again, maybe it made more sense in the comic. To me, I'm like, it didn't really make sense in the story that they were telling. Like, to me, the Batman in this movie made a lot of sense. 
I didn't even understand why Catwoman was in the movie. She served absolutely no purpose. Well, neither did Poison Ivy in Gotham, but guess what? Yeah, here we are. But, like, she had a lot, like, they kept, like, panning back to Catwoman repeatedly. Like That's true. We saw her, like, 15 different times. It wasn't just once. Like, we saw her over and over again, and then, like, she's never even in the movie. Watching it again, yeah, Catwoman definitely felt a lot more jarring as far as, like, story arc. Because this should have been about Batman and Gordon. Yes. Like, the, that's the movie right there. You, yes. Like, when Gordon, like, like he has a pregnant wife and whatever else, and he has to go beat, like, he gets beaten up by the cops and stuff, and you see how corrupt. Like, they did a really good job of showing how corrupt Goth- Gotham was, which is why Batman needed to exist. Oh, and that was one of my favorite parts of the movie was when they go beat, beat Gordon up, and then he goes... And, and then it goes in, and he's like, he's like, uh and Like, he has his inner monologue, which is awesome. He's like, it's been a while since I've... Beating up a Green Beret before. But I should give him a hand. Dad, when he tosses the bat, I'm like, yes! I'm like, beat the crap. Like, and you want this guy to get his ass beat. And then yeah. for some reason, he ties him up and leaves him naked in the stump. Yeah, I'm like... Well, but why is he naked in the stump? Well, it's like, you beat me up, and now I embarrass you. I embarrass you, Gary. <laughs> I'm going to embarrass you, Gary. <laughs> well, I understand the embarrassment part, but like... Why he took off all his clothes and left him in the snow. I'm like, he probably could have died of hypothermia. Yeah, he deserved it. His, his uh, pee-pee probably doesn't work anymore, though. He was face down. But no more this, kids for this that didn't guy. even have, like, a Batman villain, correct? This is just the uh, police commissioner is, like, the villain. Valcone's in it. Yeah. Like, this is basically, like, this is where Batman begins with Christian Bale. Like, this is the story arc they took. To apply to the first one minus we, they, we didn't have the League of Assassins but um, there was one part in this movie that I literally had to laugh out loud again because I said it the first time when Batman like he's in his sweatsuit he's outside outside his property and then he scissors kicks a tree in half <laughs> I'm like alright <laughs> yeah. I'm like I know it's an anime film but come on <laughs> he's not going to chop a tree down completely in half with his foot do you know how he did it? Because Batman. He's, he's, I was going to say, because he's a damn Batman. <laughs> Actually, that was, that I, was, I laughed really hard. That was not the most ridiculous moment in this movie. All right, tell me the, the most. most ridiculous moment in this movie was the end. And I was, like, trying to make myself, like, okay. You're, you're putting pre- your hands over your eyes. Pre- I don't like that. Because- pretend to take this seriously. Pretend to, no, I can't take this seriously. Jim Gordon's little baby gets captured. <laughs> and he's driving away. So Jim Gordon chases this car down, shoots the tires out, and then proceeds to get his ass beat by the guy holding his baby. I'm and surprised. then... I'm surprised he didn't use the baby as a club. <laughs> yeah, the guy protecting his baby while like beating the crap out of Jim Gordon. <laughs> and then they all fall off a bridge together and we just with saw, the baby. Also, the big problem with that scene, besides <laughs> that... We just saw Jim Gordon give a club to a Green Beret and beat his ass. But this rather chubby guy holding yeah. a baby like, uh, just kicked his like, ass. He, he doesn't want to hurt the baby, but at some point, dude, like, put your hands up. Like, no, stop getting punched in like, the face. The baby was not part of the problem. The guy wasn't like blocking with the baby. So for some people, <laughs> babies are all the problems. <laughs> that was like where I was like, okay, I like 
you really shot the tires out. Like there, was, the kid wasn't in a car seat. Your like way to stop them is to shoot the tires out of a like car going sixty miles an hour on a bridge with a baby. I love arguing about stuff, but yeah, you're hundred percent right. That was absolutely ridiculous. Like I get it; it's animated, whatever. But I, like at that point, are I'm you like, saying this is for kids? What kids? Like we have kids, and we're gonna show them this movie. Be like, hey, this is a really nice Batman film where he's super awesome, like Adam West. No. This is supposed to be a darker tone. Um, it was it was harder to watch this the second time because you said like the Catwoman thing is really jarring because like, did you really need to put it in there? We should have been out Jim Gordon and Batman, and also not a guy that has Jim Gordon's kid that beats his ass while he's holding the kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you should never have had that scene. And it's like, oh yeah, we have to have a reason why Batman and Jim Gordon become friends. I'm like. You had all the recipe right there. Like, you had all the ingredients. And again, like, animated film, I get it, but there's only so much disbelief I can suspend. Yeah, well, and even that, where I'm like, it seemed like a little forced with Batman, where you're like, oh, it's daylight. I can't wear my suit in the day, so I'm going to just go do normal Batman things. Not in my Batman suit. I'm like, okay, well, that seems like you're blowing your secret identity on purpose. <laughs> oh, no. Remember when Jim Gordon suspects him and he goes to the house? He's like, I got prostitutes and stuff. And then he's like, it's like after he watches, he's like, oh, I think he knows. And he's like, hey, go away, little prostitute woman. <laughs> Can you imagine that woman is like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say this was weird as hell. <laughs> like to anyone, but... There's a lot of good stuff in this movie, though, too. I will say that. There was, like, when Batman, like, puts the light out in the candle when they're having that mafia. Yeah. Like, that was cool as hell. Like, in Batman fighting, I, there's a lot of good batman in this. Oh, yeah. And, like, even, yeah, his whole beginning, I mean, it's not as cool as being trained by the League of Assassins. But, like, the well, beginning part where, where like, he's, like, becoming, becoming Batman. I thought Batman was great. Jim Gordon... I don't understand the purpose, especially, like, how much time they dedicated to, like, oh, he's cheating on his pregnant wife, and then there's this other detective that now has to get shipped out. I'm like, to me, it seemed like something that you were trying to, like... It's like that. What what is an actual prequel to a movie? Like, is there, like, a series of, like, that this is a prequel to? Yeah. Batman Year Zero. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... No, I, I, I... This is... Batman Year One, from everything I know about the story arc... It's about Batman beginning, which is why Batman Begins got its title. But, like, is there a continuation of this, like, that Catwoman and... I have no idea. Okay. Because to me, it seemed like... It almost seemed like they were trying to jam people into their, like, starting positions. Like, towards the end, where I'm like, okay, ship this detective out that he works with. But it's like, so your way to get rid of her was that she was cheating on... Or she was cheating with... On Barbara. Barbara's getting cheated on is what I'm trying to say. But, like, I don't know. I just didn't understand the purpose of, like, I don't feel like to have Jim Gordon cheat on his wife, like, I don't feel like you told me enough about his character to make me feel like that was... Well, come on. Didn't you see Gotham by Gaslight? He's a total villain. Yeah, true. (laughs) Just likes to murder women. (laughs) Beat him up. Yeah. Apparently cheat him. You're 100% right about that. The second time, because, again, it's been a long time since I saw it. I remember liking it, but, again, animated films, especially back then for me, were like, oh, this is a really cool, like... Like, I saw Batman Begins, like, oh, this is, like, the comic, and they're putting it to life. I'm like, oh, I can see a lot. I can see where Christopher Nolan and why he went this way. But, yeah, there there was a lot of extra stuff 
even an hour and a half film that we could have just cut. Like, don't even put that in there. Oh, yeah, you could have done like, much if you better. Have Gordon, if you want to have Gordon Chino's wife, okay, that's fine. We can we can deal with that and have that. But that did feel really for it because, like, he loved her and, like, he didn't want to bring a kid into this. And then suddenly he gets a partner and then they sleep together. It's like, wait, what? Like, did I miss something here? Well, and it didn't seem like they said, a, like, you know, maybe Jim Gordon, desperate time. He's, like, having such a rough life, like... Maybe he gets to this point that he does it, but they didn't really set that up where it seemed like he was just like not, never going to back down, always a fighter. And then, by the way, he's cheating where it's like, OK, like I don't feel like you set that up well enough for, to no, help him I've, cheat. And absolutely not. And I think this is where and we you've heard about this. If you guys have listened to any other podcasts about anime films, it's hard to put a good story into an hour and a half movie sometimes. But there's also things that you add to these hour half stories. Like everything we had problems. Like why did you put that in? You didn't need to. Like Gordon was a badass, but he also loved his wife. He was scared to bring a child into Gotham, and he had every reason to. He pretty much got sent there. Like he was a Russian that got sent to Siberia. It's like, hey, by the way, you were a good cop. Screw you, going to Gotham. And like there was a lot of good story arc for Jim Gordon. And it's like, why did you put? Like you didn't need to. Yeah. Like, we could have done that in Batman Year 2. Batman Year 3. <laughs> like, build up to that. But you can't say, like, he loves his wife and he's scared and terrified. And then he's like, oh, yeah, now I'm cheating on her. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just... I don't know. That, that part didn't really ring true for me. And, again, Catwoman. Like, whenever I think about this movie, I just think of, like... And Catwoman's a great character. Roy Rage Catwoman. That's who this Catwoman was. Yeah. And... Catwoman, like I said, like Batman Hush, one of my favorite things about it. Spoiler alert, guys, if you haven't listened to the podcast. But, like, the Catwoman dynamic, like, she's, like, feisty and, like, everything. Like, Catwoman is a great character. Mm-hmm. And you give us this Catwoman, it's like, eh, it's not the cat. No, no, I'm, I'm, like, no. I'm not buying it. I'm just not. And, like, why is she even here? You didn't need to put Catwoman yet. It's Batman Year One, okay? Wait till The Dark Knight Rises, the third movie. Then you bring this Catwoman <laughs> But I will say, even though they tried to kill a baby, this movie, this movie actually worked. Like, I love, I love when you said that, like under your breath, like even though they tried to kill a baby. <laughs> yeah, Tim Gordon tried to kill his own baby by and, shooting out the tires. Th- this movie actually did work. Like, there's issues that I have that I think was that I, necessary? Could have that been done better? Why are you shooting at your baby? But overall, like it still was cohesive enough that it was like enjoyable. This is a 100% enjoyable film. It was a little bit less enjoyable since I had to watch this again for the podcast. But like, I wasn't mad I saw it again. No. And I was like, not. 100% not. There, there were some very cool moments in this movie where I'm like, yeah. This like movie when Batman's doing awesome beginning one. Like, like I love the scene where like, he, like, he's talking in his inner monologue. And he puts a scar in his face. and like, it had to, like That was Batman being Batman. I'm like, yes, this is Batman. Like... They do a very when Batman is doing Batman awesome stuff, awesome. This movie does an amazing job of Batman being Batman. Exactly. So I mean, it's no Mask of the Phantasm, which is obviously the greatest animated Batman film of all time. But um, do I have to agree with you on that? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. like that was Batman being Batman, and they put in an hour and a half film. They had a great cohesive story. It's like that. That's the standard for animated films that I hold all these two. It's like, are you Mask of the Phantasm? No? No? Well, you, you fell short? Okay. Well, you're not. And that's your Superman Red Sun. 
<laughs> that's gr- that's the best what if scenario I've ever seen. But um, I I really think that uh, this movie does succeed more than it fails overall. Um, like I said, <laughs> even Jim Gordon when he beats the crap out of him, leaves the dude naked, tied up, hog tied on the side. It's like all right. <laughs> It's like Jim Gordon. Be, like this was the first. Mo- I think the reason why I liked it so much, the first time, was we really got a backstory in Gordon and why he's as badass as he is. Yeah. Like I think they did a lot of good stuff with Jim Gordon. I think they did a lot of good stuff with Batman. There's there's a couple creaks, and this was more like really. It almost seemed like the Jim Gordon story as far as Batman was definitely in it and he had his cool parts, but. Well, fo- they both had Aaron monologue. They, they these were the main characters. You were following Jim Gordon, Jim and, Gordon and like to me, I know Valcone was in it, but Valcone wasn't even the main villain. He was like a side villain. Like the police commissioner was set up to be the main villain, which is Jim Gordon's villain. Like that's not Batman's villain. That's Jim Gordon's villain. Yeah. Like I felt like this was the Jim Gordon story in a good way. Like it was what didn't take away from Batman. Batman still had his screen time and he did his cool stuff, but I mean. I mean, just think about this, like, so Batman Begins is pretty much the comic interpretation in live action that this, mo- like this movie was. Jim Gordon, um, who the hell, did I-, I can't think of his actor's name that played him. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Amazing actor. Did you get any badass vibes? No. No. That's, like, I love that trilogy, you know I do, but it's like, this movie did Jim Gordon better in a lot of ways. And it's like, hey, this guy can hold his own. He's in a corrupt city, but he's a good cop. Like, we got a lot of that. Did he need to cheat on his wife? Ah, okay. People, che- I guess people cheat, obviously. Divorce rate is what, 51% now? Probably. Uh, I have no idea. I didn't look up the stats. Close but, enough. But it's like, it didn't make sense for Jim Gordon's character in this movie, the way they set him up, for him to cheat on his wife. Yeah. You want to put that in a movie? Fantastic. Like... Do it. Do it well, though. Like, could you give me badass Jim Gordon? He loves his wife. He's scared for the child they're bringing into the world because it's Gotham. Makes sense. Him cheating? Nah. Well, and back to Gary Oldman, like, you know, he did what he was supposed to do as far as you were going for, like, the good cop, not necessarily, like, the good the cop, bad cop routine? <laughs> Where, yeah, he never had that physical prowess, like, he was actually going to beat somebody up. Yeah, and this one was like, hey, do not mess with yeah, Jim Gordon. like, when's the last time I beat up a Green Beret? Yeah, and he's like, ah, oh, he needs a handicap. And like, that scene is amazing. <laughs> and like, again, like the, I still remember like, some of the visual in this movie is like, it's definitely worth watching just for that. Like, when Batman finally like puts on the cowl and stuff, it comes to like, you're all under my watch. Or whatever, puts it in, it's like, oh, it's Batman being Batman being awesome. <laughs> like... There's a there's a lot more good than bad in this film, a hundred percent. And if you haven't seen it, I would suggest it. Just uh, there's a like again watching it again, a couple creaks, a couple sore spots, but it definitely doesn't ruin the experience. Yeah, that's what I'll say. I, I concur. Okay, so how are we gonna rate this? This is gonna be interesting. I feel like I'm gonna say it right this time. I feel like you're gonna rate this one probably a little higher than I am. I'm. I, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go seven out of ten. I was giving it a six and a half. Okay, I was wrong about you. <laughs> we give it a seven. Good for you. Well, I I think again the first. I remember I had very fond memories. I mean, I'm the one that told you to watch this one. That's true. And so I watched it again to make sure it was fresh in my head. 
And um, yeah, it, like, it hurt a little more, but again, six and a half, again, five being average out of 10. This is, if you like Batman doing Batman things and Jim Gordon as a badass, this is 100% worth it. I'm not saying do not watch this film. Like, and yeah, like all the problems that I had with this movie, like, again, they don't, they don't take away that much from the overall movie where I'm like, it's still really enjoyable. Like, if you're going to try and kill your baby, at least it made sense in the scheme of the story. If, like, <laughs> I thought... For some reason, I still, want the, I still want the chubby guy to use the baby as a club. <laughs> I have no idea why, but now I have that image in my head. It's like, that's what like, oh, come here, Gordon! <laughs> or, like, Catwoman. Like, did she need to be in the movie? Was she on roid rage? Yes, but did it really detract that much from the movie? No, no like, no, I it was unnecessary... There was no purpose in it, but it's not like, oh, well, now you ruined all the cool Batman moments because that. So, again, no, like, no, no, it was it was enjoyable. I don't have any, like, major, major problems. It just could have been cleaned up a little if, bit. If you would have asked me the first, like, since the last time I watched this movie, what, how would I rate it, I would have probably given it a 7.5 out of 10. But, again, know what I know. And I, I ever since Batman vs. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man, like, pfft, got a big, I got a big standard to hold up to. So. <laughs> um. Yep, I would absolutely say go see it, though. Bruising Reviews, signing off?